Mary Magdalene, who was the first to encounter Jesus, now has become an apostle of the new and greatest hope. Pope Francis, 2017. History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight, no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and today we're going to be looking at a woman who has far too often been marginalized by history over the past two millennia, in large part because of an error in one sermon 1,500 years ago. Let's set the record straight on Mary Magdalene. Now, it's likely that as soon as you heard her name, one of two images came to mind. You either immediately thought of the word prostitute, or perhaps more charitably, sinful woman, or said to yourself, isn't that Jesus' wife and Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code? Now, I'm not sure which one of these is more horrifying, but both are completely wrong. The Dan Brown nonsense requires no comment here. But the slanderous claim that Mary Magdalene was a prostitute deserves a full-throated rebuke. Mary Magdalene is mentioned 12 times in the Gospel accounts, more than any woman other than the Virgin Mary, and more times than many of the Apostles. At no point in any of the four Gospels, however, is she identified as a prostitute. We're told in Luke 8.2 and Mark 16.9 that Jesus had cast seven demons out of her, and in Luke 8.3 that she was among a group of women who helped support Jesus and the disciples financially. She was present at the crucifixion of Jesus, saw the tomb where they laid him, visited the tomb three days later and found it empty, and was the first to see the risen Christ. Taken as a whole, it's a far better resume than some of the apostles had up to that point, yet most don't remember her for any of it, all because of a mistake made by Pope Gregory I in 591. In a homily that September, he somehow managed to combine three different women into one. This is his quote. The one that Luke calls a sinner and that John names Mary, we believe that she is that Mary of whom, according to Mark, the Lord has cast out seven demons. End quote. With all due respect to St. Gregory, these are definitely three different women. The Mary from whom the seven demons were cast out was indeed Mary Magdalene. The Mary he mentions from John's Gospel was Mary of Bethany, sister of Martha and Lazarus. The woman Luke calls a sinner is unnamed in the Gospel. Both the unnamed woman and Mary of Bethany anointed Jesus' feet with oil or perfume, and somehow, from there, Gregory combined all of them into the person of Mary Magdalene. Although it was clearly an error, the idea that Mary Magdalene was a prostitute took hold and persists to this very day. The church finally corrected the mistake in 1969, and Pope Francis named Mary Magdalene Apostle to the Apostles in 2016. Yet the film Risen, released that same year, still portrayed her as a prostitute. 1,500 years of slander, even committed by mistake, will take time to overcome. With that out of the way, Let's look at a few reasons that Mary Magdalene is far more important than we've been taught. 
First and foremost, she was a true follower of Jesus, to the point of helping provide for his material needs and those of the apostles. She followed him all the way to the cross, no small thing given that except for her, Jesus' mother, the apostle John, and a few other women, all of the disciples abandoned him after his arrest. She saw the tomb where they laid Jesus after his death and planned to come back with the other women after the Sabbath was over to anoint his body properly for burial. The fact that the eleven apostles made no move to do this themselves is evidence both that they feared the religious leaders who had put Jesus to death and, in spite of him telling them that he would rise again, had no expectation that he would. But the single most important thing about Mary Magdalene is that she was given the privilege of being the first person to see Jesus after his resurrection. She was distraught at finding the tomb empty, and when the risen Jesus first approached her, she thought he was the gardener until he spoke her name and instructed her to go and tell the rest of the disciples. This made her the first to proclaim the good news of the resurrection, and because the first people she told were the apostles, she is rightly called the Apostle to the Apostles. There's another crucial aspect to women being the first to find the tomb empty and Mary Magdalene being the first to see the risen Jesus. It makes the account of the resurrection all the more reliable. In first century Israel, a woman's testimony in court was not considered valid, and if the apostles had made up the story, as skeptics both then and now have claimed, they would have placed men at the tomb who could swear to its truth in court, not women. If you're setting out to create a myth, you don't start with someone society considers an unreliable witness. Mary Magdalene, however, was anything but unreliable. For 1500 years, Mary Magdalene has been mischaracterized by theologians and hack fiction writers in one of the worst revisions of history imaginable. And even though she's long been venerated as a saint in Catholic, Eastern Orthodox, Anglican, and Lutheran churches, that veneration always seemed to come with an asterisk. Hopefully, Pope Francis's acknowledgement of this apostle to the apostles will change that for future generations. She deserves no less. That's our episode for today. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll go a long way towards helping us create more episodes and hopefully becoming completely ad-free. Thanks a lot.